I just choose to do these things that make me happy on a consistent basis and not care what anybody thinks about it. I don't feel like I do anything special. I just feel like I prioritize me, right? And then I take care of everybody else. Back at it again, another episode of Palm Wine Central Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. And you know with me, man, I got my good fellas and lady of PWC. Um, man, with no further nonsense coming out of my mouth, man. Hey, yo, uh, 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 T, what's good with you? Happy Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Always Taco Tuesday, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I'm good. How you, uh, live? How you feeling? Um, okay. It's, it's not been my top weeks, but, you know, we here, we move. Like the hand of the, 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 the clocks, you know, what the three of them. You know, they just keep moving, you know, unless the thing dies. But it's still it's still right twice a day. That is true. I mean, that so is there's some hope. There's some hope somewhere, somewhere. Um, but we'll come back to that in a bit. Um, Chef T. <laughs> I'm getting my names down. I haven't seen you guys. <laughs> What's good? What's good, man? Forgot everybody's good name. Good to be back. You already know another week. Giving the people what they want to hear. Good to see y'all. Ready to make some fire. Ready to make some fire, yeah. Yeah. Man, you're not, you're not, you know, you don't sound too excited, man, over there. You haven't traveled this past <laughs> few weeks that we haven't seen you, man. Like, what's up? Nah, he was at the beach. I saw you at the beach. At the beach. <laughs> <laughs> at the beach, Chef T. Man, I just, you know, been cooling out of mind, out of sight. Nice. Here and there, you know. We move. They, they say they say gangsters move in silence. Like the G in lasagna. Hey. Yeah, yeah. There's a G in lasagna. He <laughs> see my brother didn't know, man. Listen, that's a Listen little before, you know, just you know, just <laughs> box and you know, but anyways, that was that was smooth. That was smooth. Listen. Um, this episode is sponsored by SITM Podcast. Y'all go follow them on all streaming platforms and social platforms. SITM Podcast is uniform like that. And also follow us on all social platforms at PWC Cast. And I believe on all streaming platforms at Palm Wine Central Podcast. Why not? If you've if you followed us, unfollow and follow again. It drives the, you know, the uh, you know, the 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 whatever thing they call the thing in the background, the code, whatever. Up. Oh, I forget the word for it. Maybe I just can't pronounce it right. <laughs> Anyways, it is what it is. Um, it's been a crazy past few weeks. A lot of shootings. Um, um, well, I'm going to say a lot because it's just something that's reoccurring now. And it's not just that too, you know, like the guy who took a car and drove into some people and killed, you know, a handful of people too. You know, stuff like that, man. Um, to Trump and his things in the, you know, in the news to... You know, uh, a new crown prince. Yay! I mean, king, sorry, king and queen. <laughs> but, Please don't have us arrested for disrespecting. My bad, yo, my bad, yo. <laughs> a new crown, you know. Which arrest. <laughs> they don't have any jurisdiction over here. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't want to be traded for something. Please. Listen, listen, listen. But anyways, man, I'm just thinking of all the diamonds that, you know, that crown carries. I was like, God! Too much money, too much money. But and then the playoffs too. 
the playoffs, man. Crazy, 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 crazy going on, you know, for all the basketball fans out there, for all the soccer fans, you know what I mean? The Champions League is going on and all the other, you know, Europa or whatever cups, you know, that's going on, man. I know there's crazy times in sports right now. So, you know, you guys enjoy it, you know, love it. I don't know. If, you, if you're on this ballet, I hope it's going good, though. <laughs> I hope it's going good, though. But yeah, we good over here. Um, T, we had something a little bit spicy about, you know, some shorty, um, ebony something. Like, those are the honors I read that paragraph that you typed up for us, please. Okay. So, <clears throat> Ebony K. Williams, a lawyer and reality TV star, who said she would not date a bus driver unless he owns the bus. Uh, this comment sparked a lot of controversy and criticism online. As some people accused her of being elitist, anti-Black, and hypocritical. Um, Williams defended her position in a video where she argued that she was challenging Black Americans to reject mediocrity and white supremacy. She also had a heated debate on The Breakfast Club um, where DJ Envy questioned her pro-Black rhetoric and her respect for the working class people. Thoughts? I mean, based off what I know from the situation, if you're saying that you're trying to, okay, I mean, she broke it down in different segments. So she broke it down in the mediocrity of Blacks and um, trying to uplift and saying that, you know, Blacks shouldn't just settle for less and try to reach for excellence and go for the best. Um, I can understand it in a sense of, you know, trying to push your people and elevate them to not be on a stay at a certain level. Um, when it comes into the relationship about the bus driver, I mean, I don't agree with it. Like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of blue collar, hardworking citizens in the country and not everybody might not be an owner of something, but a lot of people are putting in work, making a good income and, you know, being able to help out families, relationships and so forth. So you know, just outcasting people for that of uh, not being an owner of something and um, making it seem as if one is not worthy. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, how many people are really owning out here or maybe she needs to, you know, look in a different uh, sector when it comes to the type of people that she's looking for. So, I mean, yeah, she's entitled to her opinion, but, you know, her saying that she's trying to represent the black community and uplift it's like how are you uplifting when you're now making it seem like you know everybody's an owner that drives the bus so that's what i see when it comes to that i mean did she really bash on a bus driver though let's let's look at her words critically did she bash on a bus driver it was more of a statement did she she didn't bash the drivers, right? The bus drivers, I just think. And and I would disagree with you because love is about being worthy of the person that you're going to be with, right? It might not sound how you like it, but the person who chooses you, you both have to be worthy for each other. And so if that person is not worthy of her, I mean, what makes it any different than a guy who is physically abusive, who is not worthy of somebody else's love? What makes that any different? Like, I feel like love is about being worthy for the person that you're choosing. So, I mean, I feel as though 
You know, we're still going to need bus. I mean, bus drivers are always going to need it. Not everybody can own a car. You know what I mean? Not everybody can, can afford a car to put that way. You know what I mean? Everybody can own a car, but not everybody can afford one. So bus drivers will always be needed. Um, the thing, like, um, the lady, I think it's I- Ianla. The one who interviewed? Yeah. Lady. Yeah, yeah. She, she says something about, it's not about being a bus driver, right? It's about being content and being a bus driver. You know what I mean? Like, you wake up, you know, you go to work, and you do, you know, handle your business, you come home and be, you know, the father, the, you know, the, 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 the husband, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, you know, all that, you know, all that, all that shebang, you know, so it's real about that. It's not even about, and also I was watching some, you know, something that Rich Paul said, you know, on, he had an interview with, I believe, um, I forget those, those football guys. Um, so they, they the host them on, on their show and he said something about, mm-hmm. yo, you can make, you could be making millions, right? And still be broke. It's all about your character. It's all about your persona. You know what I mean? Can you save? Can you, do you know what money is? Can you handle it? You feel me? And not just handle that, but also how do you treat people while you, you know, at it? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I felt like, like that, 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 that kind of resonated, you know, kind of hit, you know, a, a little spot because it's like, sometimes you, you could be going a hundred miles per hour. And, you're like moving all these obstacles in your way and not even stopping to really realize, to even see how much you really hit those obstacles and how much you're moving out of your way. You feel me like, or do you even need to move shit out of your way? So I think in a sense too, you can say it's her opinion, which is really her opinion and she's entitled to it. And I really don't see why people are so bad about it. You feel me? Like the first time I heard, the first time I heard it, I was like, what the hell is she talking about? Then I was like, yo, there's something called protect your energy. You know what I mean? Like, this is all mm. clickbait to me. Like, she's a, 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 a lawyer and she's a, what was it? Uh, something like that, the famous, whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, a TV star. TV star. A, a TV. So what does that mean? She's going to say something to spark up conversation. And guess what? She did. Clap to you. You, you know, you, you, you succeeded. You know what I mean? You got people where you want them to be. You got them to talk about it and they're still talking about it. And everybody, you know, got an opinion and all that stuff. Like T was saying earlier, like, what's the difference between that and a short person? You know what I mean? And then I was just cracking up like, yo, a short person is still going to drive the bus. You feel me? So, <laughs> you know, like what really is it? But in a sense, it's just, it's also part of shaming. You know what I mean? Like, who are you to judge somebody else's um, career? Who are you to judge somebody else's, you know, God-given abilities or talents or shortcomings or stuff like that? Or who am I? Or who are us? We. Like, like, like people who speak English say. <laughs> oh. Listen, I, I'm not going to lie, right? I judged her when I heard when I heard the interview, right? But here's my thing. At the end of the day, we're all not going to get peaked. Right. Like, yes, we will always need bus drivers. Every every profession out here in society is vital for our growth, right? There is nobody's job that does not bring contribution to society, right? And so if she doesn't pick a bus driver, someone else will. Hey, I'm here. There's someone who is like, I don't want any lady who doesn't make less than six figures. 
guess what? I'm not going to make the cut. And you know what? I keep it moving and find someone who can meet me at my level and hopefully can see me for everything that's on the inside. But it sounds like that's not what she's needing. Her paramount quality in a partner is you got to own shit. And you know what? Before you step to her, you better own shit. Otherwise, just leave her alone. It's that simple. And she made it clear. So, I mean, I can't, I can't be mad at that. She's honest and she said it. If you don't own shit, don't step. Simple. So, I mean, I don't know why people are mad about it, but, you know, you get that CB. <laughs> I think they're just mad because it's a lady that said it. I mean, people just need something to, you know, rev about. Like, I think right now the way society is, you know, um, it's all about those clickbaits and, yo, who got the loudest comment, craziest comment in the chat. You know what I mean? So it's more of, let me voice out my opinion since everybody's voicing out their opinion. You know, but then if they really single somebody and say, yo, how do you really feel about this? Are they really going to voice out their opinion to how they feel about it? You know, but in a sense too, it's just, Again, when I see that TV star associated, you know, with her, I'm like, why am I taking this serious? You know what I mean? That's just another, you know, another star on TV trying to, you know, get me to, you know, rave about whatever it is that she's talking about. And there's yeah. so much, there's so much more we could talk about. We could talk about the war in Sudan. Like, mm-hmm. people still can't, two, 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 two extreme parties cannot you know, get together and actually, you know, find peace. We could talk about the flood that's going on, you know, in, you know, in East Africa, going down to us, you know, South, Southern Africa, stuff like that. But yet we're talking about somebody about a bus driver. Anyways, man. Welcome. Baba Where you been at, though? What's going on? Brody Gas on his back. I haven't been too, too far. Yeah, right. I've been making memories and, um, enjoying the journey for sure tell us about it now don't, don't, don't be too short mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> see what you did there <laughs> i've been <laughs> too short <laughs> uh, i've been uh houston new york new jersey miami um north carolina all in the past few months it's been fun. Um, I'm a huge, huge uh, fight enthusiast. So um, everybody that I, I grew up watching, I went to see. And that was one of the goals I always had, right? Um, everybody defines success differently, right? And what makes them happy. I just choose to do these things that make me happy on a consistent basis and not care what anybody thinks about it. I don't feel like I do anything special. I just feel like I prioritize me, right? And then I take care of everybody else because you can't really begin to take care of anybody else until you prioritize yourself, regardless of what that really looks like. Also think I do a good job of uh, of balancing it the right way, right? You know, everybody always talks about balance and having balance, right? But balance is no, there's no such thing, right? There's always gonna be something that gets more of your time. I just choose me. (laughs) So if it's unbalanced, let it be that I'm choosing me more times than I'm not. But other than that, life is good, man. Um, I got to see some championship fights. I got to see Tank ringside. I got to see Galjo ringside. Um, I got to see Adesanya ringside and meet his family. I got to meet a bunch of fighters that I 
that I, I've watched and wanted to spar. It's been a fun ride, man. And um, it, we just getting started. It's a long year still. Whoa, I deserve some accolades. Accolades. Oh, no, I pay my dues. I pay the Oh, no, I deserve some accolades. Wow. Most nice. Choppy money. You, yeah, chop, you chop money until you sound like you're sick of chopping money. What kind of stuff is that? <laughs> rich people baritone voice. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about for the record. That's I'm it. just a guy that works and I just mind my business. <laughs> okay, one last question. Let me mind your business for one last one last question and then, you know, we'll let it be. If what's one thing you absolutely enjoyed about you know those two months that you were gone like one thing that you would say like man i want to do that again don't hold back i think the best part about everything that i did is um a, a conversation i had with a, a guy that hired me years ago um he was the owner of the company i worked for he was the one that made me a director when i was in my 20s when everybody told him not to do it and he saw my work ethic and intelligence and i remember him telling me years ago that um about fights in Vegas and how exciting they used to be when he was coming up and how he used to always prioritize them. And uh, I remember I remember telling him, yeah, I'm gonna be there. I, I can't wait to experience that. And when I was at the Tank fight, I actually sent him a short clip of Tank knocking a guy down in a second. And I was like, remember you told me about the fight? Remember I told you I was gonna be here? And he just, uh, he just texted me back, amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. But um, that guy told me when I was in my 20s that I was going to be a millionaire and that um, I had what it took to become who I knew I wanted to be. And you need Black men that look like you, that are in a position of power to advocate on your behalf, to propel you and your destiny to that place. And that's exactly what he did. So that was the best part, actually. It was um, fulfilling the mandate and reminding everybody, especially the people that knew, that like, yeah, I am who you thought I was. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Hey, yo, keep doing your thing, man. Leaving and making memories. Appreciate you, bro. It's, it's good to be back home, though. It's been too long. I've, I've definitely been listening in, <laughs> hearing, the, hearing the dialogue. It's been very interesting. <laughs> but we're back. Let's get it. Yes, sir. What's been so interesting so far here is like give two things that you know what give two two takeaways from the past episodes that you you know that you think that uh um uh, uh, like, yeah that really would like that that really got you like yo this yo this nigga's crazy let me process for a second it's an episode i listened to last week i gotta process i'll get back to you for sure i bet i know where i'm going with it but let me make sure i quote right okay i remember the episode now it was a girl that Tayo introduced, that, that Tayo brought on from her, from his, uh, that he grew up with, that has some very interesting takes. Actually, the interesting thing about that, um, that dialogue, I thought, right, I actually thought that um, she reminded me of like a, um, a female version of a Gandhi. <laughs> I thought that was- <laughs> I think I know the girl you're talking about. <laughs> Great shooter, right to the point, engineering major, very intelligent, doesn't oh. know how to sugarcoat anything. I was like, this is interesting. This is very interesting to me. <laughs> well, I think I remember what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to her, man. I forget her name right now. Drawing the blanks. Yeah, talk about. Okay. Hey, Tayo, you two don't remember. 
I said talk about talk about her oh, name was Sammy Talk Yeah. I was scared now. Uh, but before you jumped on, we're talking about Miss Ebony Williams. I don't know if you if you, I don't know if you heard her comments on um on whatever was it CNN or Fox, whatever it is you were saying all that stuff on, um about the bus driver thing to get a glimpse of that in the news. Is she the bus driver or is she speaking to bus drivers? <laughs> She's a lawyer in the reality. Oh, okay. Lawyer the TV star. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, she's a lawyer the TV star. She was talking about um, how she would date a bus owner, but not the bus driver. Okay. So everybody, man, that sparked up like a whole spang, you know, on Twitter, you know, black Twitter, whichever. Um, so everybody, you know, got different opinions to talk about. My mom was like, yo, why are we talking, man? Like, if yeah, why? if our opinion was, you know, too far-fetched, why don't you just prove a, prove a wrong by not, you know, by not really talking and just being about the action? Well, what's, what's wrong with her having that kind of preference? It's like the same people say, I want a, uh, I want a guy that's six, six feet, six inches, make six figures. Don't qualify. I said the same thing. She said the same thing, yep. Yo, like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, is, the guy, is, she got, is the guy that she's with now, but that's the real question. Is he exactly what she's talking about? Or is she just rapping for clickbait? I don't even know. Is she? Is I think she just rapping. <laughs> I mean, she was talking about, well, oh, mom, she said, I'm not disrespecting bus drivers. My mom was a bus driver for X amount of years. I mean, technically, she did not. My problem is, she stated her preference and she is trying to defend it right you don't you don't owe anybody an explanation to who you are attracted to or to who you want in your life right except that person like unless you're very condescending which i don't think she was it was just a statement right like and then she goes out to defend it it just makes it worse that whole interview on the breakfast club was like narcissus you meant that thing you know own it you meant you're not dating a bus driver. It's that simple. You don't have to justify it to anybody. That's who you're going home with. That's your choice. Why are you defending it and explaining what mediocrity is and what exceptionality? None of that matters. You said it, own it. Just defending it just makes it look even worse. So. That's the thing, right? When you're trying to you please A, and be at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like a a mix in your head. You never know. At some point, you don't know what colors. What I mean, what letters? What letter? You start right. saying, you know, you start taking part of A and attaching it to B and just mixing everything up. So I don't know. As if should... I said, if I said I didn't want to, um, if I I didn't want to deal with an ugly chick that's broke, is not the same concept. Very is. Same thing, my brother. <laughs> same thing. But yeah, I think to add more context to it, I think it was more people felt that when she was now describing bus drivers and talking about mediocrity, uh, DJ Envy was um, people were looking at it as if maybe she was talking down on a bus driver that oh, if a guy's a bus driver, then that means he's like living the mediocrity life and whatnot. And then that was when DJ Envy went into a rant saying, you know, oh, my dad was a bus driver and mechanic. And he provided and was doing well and blah, 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 blah. 
So I think that was the aspect that some people were looking at it. That's why they were just like, you know, well, who are you to talk down about bus driver and say, this is a mediocre life, you know, live in mediocrity if you're a bus driver. So I think that was an angle how people were taking it when she kind of dissected. But it's so crazy, though, right? It's so crazy, though, right? In that same sentence, in the same sentence, I don't want to, let's say, for example, I don't want to do the bus driver, right? I will rather the person who owns a bus, right? Tell me this. What's so different in her saying that versus a man turning around the same sentence and saying, what is the woman bringing to the table? <laughs> like I said, I know I won't make the cut on so many people's lists. I'm not. I'm short, I'm black, I'm... There's so many things that can disqualify me from a lot of people's lists. So, I mean, shoot, I ain't mad. I'm just, Ebony, I'll just go look for someone who wants me. That's all. <laughs> just Ebony's, kind of, Ebony's, Ebony's kind of a baddie, too. So she can she can kind of make some kind of demands. <laughs> She's an accomplished attorney with civil and criminal experience, a dancer and choreographer. So, I mean, if you think, you think if, her, that's fine. <laughs> Do you think if somebody like uh no, let me not go there. But do you think if like some other <laughs> if some other woman said it, that was not like as hard as her, you know, you know, as you know, do you think it would have carried so much traction as that? I'm only saying I just was like, yo, she's a baddie too. You know what I'm saying? It's like she she's really no, but do you think yeah, of course it would. If you're, you're, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Aziz. No, you good. I was just gonna say, um, as a matter of fact, if she wasn't attractive, all these uh, quote unquote dating experts, these manager guys, would have a field day with this comment. But even they are in their corners watching, like, oh, I mean, yeah, Ebony, you got it, right? <laughs> I'm no noise. Absolutely. I was just gonna say the same thing. Like, if you want a partner who's fit, right? Be sure you're fit yourself. True. And I mean, she's doing very well for herself, so I don't see what's wrong in her wanting somebody, you know, on her financial level. Nothing wrong with that. So if you're seeking the utmost in somebody else, you better be the utmost yourself. It's just that simple. And so, I think people are just mad because it's a woman who said it. Men say that all the time, all the time. Men talk about their preferences with people they want to be with. It's not a big deal, but because she's established and she's all day, it's a big deal. I mean, I don't want a bus driver either, so I'm with Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So wait, in a sense that when in a sense that when you go to your doctor, right? And let's say your doctor is a little bit fat and he tells you, Oh man, you you know, you're fat, you gotta lose some weight. How do you feel about that? I mean, he might not be physically fit, but he sure is financially fit. <laughs> I'd be like, right on, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, him telling or her telling me to lose weight is not based on their own experience, right? It's based on fact and based on science. So, I mean, why not? It's not like I'm going home with him anyway, so 
just give me what I'm here for and I'll go home. <laughs> that's why I think it's so relative. Because if you're fat in African culture and you got a lot of money, you're the most attractive guy in the world to a lot of people. Yes. Facts. It's like in Africa, man, you're skinny and you got money. It's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with this guy, yo? <laughs> How are you not eating your money? <laughs> like you supposed to be holding paper, eating it physically. <laughs> but now, nah, dog, you have. Um, uh, uh, let's switch a little bit, man. Um, T, I don't know if you're gonna follow this conversation a little bit here, but I know you fellas are watching the playoffs. You know, um, just for you know for a slight bit. How you guys feel about this playoffs 2023, man? Uh, as compared to 2022. Bro, honestly, I catch it when I'm on the fly, but I'm not even really paying attention. Everybody else is more attentive than me, and I'm in a bunch of chats, so. That's all. Everybody's giving me updates on what's going on. So I'm hit by default, but it's all, it's all the noise that's coming from everybody around me. I was just in the gym yesterday. Some dude was rapping about Warriors and Steph Curry. I was like, yeah, yeah, bro, I get you, man. You need Steph to drop 50. <laughs> <laughs> this playoffs is it's crazy this year. You, know, you got the superstar. The big names are still there. You got Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Steph Curry. You know, Joel and B got the MVP, so it's still up in the air. You know, it's too it's too close to be able to call out a favorite. You know, the way a lot of good teams are still playing. Um, I think the main difference between this year and last year is, you know, the champs are are on the ropes, and you know we're not in the championship round. And uh, you know, LeBron is you know still setting his dominance to let people know in his twentieth season. He's still someone to deal with. We've never seen it before. You know, most points scored in the NBA. So in the playoffs is I mean the playoffs, I think, I think this year's might actually top ratings and views last year, just from how it's going and you know, how are things coming about? You know, Philly's making a lot of noise. You know, they have a chance of beating Boston. They were in the championship last year. So we might have two whole new teams. In a championship game this year, so definitely entertaining. You know, I know Aziz got a got a chance to catch one of the the oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> playing games in Miami, so I I know um they're definitely making noise as well. The Heat Nation, so Jimmy Butler is putting his team on his back. So I mean, it's it's a wonderful playoffs, man. Like you know, I I thought my boy Giannis was going to be doing something. He got bounced the first round, so. No one saw that coming. So it's a lot of um, unexpected things going on this year that we didn't really have as much as last year. It's been a roller coaster, man. Like, at some point you think, this team is about to be up, but they're not. Like, that one's about to be up, they're not. Right? So to see the, you know, Golden State go down to the Lakers um, 3-1, that's strange. It really, it's, a, it's a really strange sight. So hopefully they could go up to order to seven and put up a show. But... Yeah, definitely, man. But uh, watching basketball right now, it's um, it's it's really dope. We got those teams are well built. It's not like you have a super team and they just diving in. Everybody, no, each team has superstars and have other players that you know are there to show that yo, know, you know, we're here for the play. But for the Golden State, man, I don't know, man. Hmm. Yeah, they 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 not they not looking good right now. Dub Nation, look, Le- LeBron is 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 here to let them know, man, that. He's like, yo, if I have a healthy team, I'm 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 coming for that chip again. And if you look at his history for the most 
know, his team has been healthy and he's had like at least like two, you know what I'm saying, average to, to good shooters. He's he's always made it to the NBA, man. Even from his Cavaliers day, like since he's gotten to the playoffs, he's only gotten better every year, literally, like since he's gotten like he missed his first two, three years, but since he's been in, you can see the growth. And like I said, to say you're in your 20th season, like even someone like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the guy that he passed, he played for about 18, close to 20 seasons. He wasn't averaging the numbers LeBron is doing it this year and just just being so active and, you know, still dunking like as if he's a rookie, you know. So he just keeps defying the odds and he's pushing that boundary, that post to let people know like, hey. You know, you can be in your 30s and still be balling if you put in the work and you, you know what I'm saying, you got it like that. So um, I think it's a real inspiration, just not looking at it from a fan, but just from like uh, someone, you know, of level of achievements is something that, you know, one can aspire or look at or, or be in awe of greatness that you don't see on a regular. So it's a lot of different ways, you know, look at it. How many parlays you lose, Kyle? Why <laughs> <laughs> gotta be lose, bro? I don't, I don't came up. <laughs> oh, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> but now, nah, I, I mean, I, I dibble dabble every now and then, but now nah, I'm be um, doing too much with the fantasy basketball season over now. You know that um, it took away a little bit of excitement. You know that, but it's still been good playoffs, though. You know. Look, looking forward to the to to the um to the next year in the draft, you know, Wembyama and some of these guys. Mm -hmm. So, and then the next, and then even the possibly the year after, you know, LeBron's son will be uh, available. You know, two drafts from now, so it's a lot of things to to look forward into. I just can't help notice that. I just can't help but notice that you know the Golden State need Kevin Durant, or. Mm -hmm. They need Jordan, or, or they need Jordan Poole to go back to Jordan Poole without a bag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? so one he said Jordan Poole without the bag. That's, that's so bag, true, bro. bro. Since, he, since he had the bag, the guy's been feeling entitled, bro. That's, that's why Draymond Green <laughs> knocked him upside the head. Mm -hmm. Nah, T, what you think about the playoffs, man? Yes. <laughs> you say yes <laughs> you know how to include in the conversation but now nah, um let's not you know get get to find the weeds man um i wanted to circle back a little you know a little bit to you know as, as this was talking about his um his past few months there you know all the enjoyment enjoyment minister by the way um so amen <laughs> he spoke about um choosing self first and also balance. Let's, let's touch on that a little bit. You know what I mean? All of us real quick. Let's start with balance. What do you guys think about balance? Your understanding about balance and you know, balance in, in general. You know, it's just, I don't know, work-life balance, um, Christ-life balance, if there's such a thing. Uh, you know, family-life balance. You know, balance in general. What do you guys really think about it? How, 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 do, you, I mean, how do you go about that on your day-to-day? -day? Do you have that? You know, um, are you looking for it? Have you found it? If not, where are you looking? Are you looking the right places? I kind of, I kind of know how to pick out those gems, bro. He'd be here stuff. He'd be taking mental notes. Ah, okay. 
we'll circle back. <laughs> hey man, I try, I try, I try. Hey T, you want to do the the the, the honors, first lady? You know. Aziz, because he he seemed to be doing the balance thing right. So <laughs> just waiting for him to say. <laughs> All right, cool. Like honestly, like I was saying, I think balance is a facade, right? I think there's no such thing. I think there's always going to be something that takes more of your time. And um, the faster you recognize that, right, and what makes you happy, you can actually tilt the pendulum to what you want to make it balance the way you want to, right? Mm-hmm. For me, balance is just doing what I want to do, how I want to do it, right? It's ensuring that every day that I'm happy and ensuring that I do the things that make me happy. So I don't really care who, who has a problem with it. That's not my problem. That's the balance that I'm talking about. You know what I mean? If you balance in the right way, you're going to probably offend somebody. But if you're happy about how you're going about things, the offense is theirs and not yours. Balance is a facade. Mm. Yeah. Bro, like, um, if you look at, um, let's look at nine to five in general, right? Uh-huh. What people really are doing is forfeiting their own um, dreams and ambitions for somebody else's. Right. At the expense of, at the expense of their own, their own level of success, right? The one thing I noticed about nine to five is that, um, your best hours are used for somebody else. So by the time that you're done, you actually have this, the, the leftovers of what a sharp mind really looks like because you wake up with ambition and dreams and goals, right? Download it from your father. And before you know it, that day goes by and you're in this meeting and that meeting and this and that. So if you don't balance it the right way, that's why I said balance has to favor you, right? Before you know it, you're doing that for 10, 20, 30 years and you're like, where did all my time go? Or you don't have enough time for you, right? So you wait for a weekend. And then that weekend, you're recovering from a long week, only to go back and do the same thing again. That's so if we, the definition, if we say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result, I guess we are living on a hamster wheel to an extent if we're not really balancing it in our favor. <laughs> this guy. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, put it like that. I mean, wait, put it like that makes sense. You know what I mean? That's a conversation that a lot of people would not want to touch. They wouldn't even want to have that. Right. You know, because it's, it's like, it's, it's, I mean, it's already been ingrained in our minds that, yo, you wake up in the morning, you take a shower, you hop in the car, you drive, you go do that thing called nine to five, you come back home. Let's say you have kids, you take care of your kids, you know, put them to bed. By the time they sleep, you have one or two hours to catch up on whatever it is that you need to do for yourself. And then you go back to sleep and redo the thing over and over again. Right, the cycle keeps going and going and going. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at what point do you stop and say, yo, what am I doing for my own self? Like, what am I creating for my own self? You yeah. know, I don't know. I, I mean, I always feel like there's some misery that's also attached to that, some, you know, some way, some shape or form. You know what I mean? Yeah, some misery, yeah. some a little bit of like depression, like that, you know, it's just, it's, it's just sitting in, it's lingering, right? But it's something that you, that, you know, me, you, you like, we don't want to touch. We don't yeah. want to touch. It's, it's yeah. really top. Right. And and who somebody else even pointed out to you that, yo, like this thing is, you know, something that is bothering or something that, you know, you can actually put on the wall like a like a vision plan. Right. And say, yo, actually, it's not even what I've envisioned for myself. You know, this is what I've envisioned for myself and take this and replace that with it. Um, there's really nothing wrong with nine to five. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, what I mean, like we all do it. But you also take that elite mind to say, yo, once I'm done with this. Also have this that you know I'm doing and I'm giving myself a lot of time to replace this with that too. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, yeah. Uh, Ninety five is not for everybody, but it's also for you know most people. So if that's mm-hmm. 
that's why it's so dope to me when I see people that go for it. Because it's so easy to just plug plug into the matrix. It's safer, right? Let me just do this so I can get this outcome. Then I'll be able to do this. And I know the check will come. This time the third. But when you say, man, I'm a better all on me, regardless of how it turns out, and then it doesn't turn out, right? There's something that happens in that moment, right? I think adversity introduces a man to himself. And you'll find out real quick who you really are. You'll figure it out or you'll return back to what you know, the convenience and comfort of what you know. And um, that's the difference right there, right? I, I, I forgot this part too earlier. Another cool thing about these um, past few months is um, the people I've been meeting, right? So when you get to sit with CEOs of companies that really like the things that you like and do the things that you do, right? You get to see how their mindset is different and why they're in those seats, right? A lot of people wouldn't even pay that much for a running side seat, right? But sometimes you get to sit next to people and be in positions, right, where you wouldn't be. At the Miami fight with Adesanya, I was across from Trump. And they said in the news that this guy was going to jail. This guy was next to Dana White at the UFC fight with a bunch of baddies enjoying life. While people were saying he, he was going to jail and he was getting indicted, that guy didn't have a care in the world. The things that we hear and the things that they project are never the things that are happening in real life. And if you're not living life, you will never know that. This guy's looking at the news and laughing out loud. Hey, yo, if it's a very simple thing, right? If the top security clearance that most people spend six months a year crying about, raving about, they get it, they go through a whole party and shit like that. If Trump can get in there and get his own daughter's kids, brother-in-law, top security clearances in less than a few hours or a day or two, and to work for the White House for how long? Hey, man, I don't know what y'all jubilating about, man. There's a big fat question mark over there. Again, back again to... What are you doing for you? You know what I mean? How are you picking you in situations like that? Mm -hmm. you know I'm saying, you know, things like that. Um, but T, Tayo, you guys are awfully quiet over there, man. So, so don't put y'all, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> in jail. What do you want me? How do you want me to follow that? Um, For me, balances. Balances, addition, subtraction, division, multiplication right there's no there's no set formula to balance you assess you evaluate and then you act accordingly and what might be balanced this week may not give you balance next week and so that's why i said sometimes you have to add to things to get balance sometimes you have to take away to get balance sometimes you have to divide sometimes you have to multiply and so it's 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 a constant game that you play with yourself. But you have to, I feel like for me, what I've come to know for myself is I have to give myself that time to assess, right? My environment, not with people, like just me checking with myself. Like, okay, is it time to take a break? Is it time to stop this? Is it time to go for this? just so I can have that balance. Cause then you start being irritable and you start, you start getting mad at shit that don't matter. So you have to 
one thing I've learned, you have to make your balance. Nobody will give it to you, right? And sometimes I sat and I kept waiting for things to fall in place for me to have my balance, my zen. But it's not going to happen if I don't take it. So to me, it's just, honestly, balance is just more work. But it's a good kind of work that goes into myself. So, yeah. Why well, all sound like yeah, I was... from the books of Revelations? <laughs> <laughs> it's the way you said, man, the way you did that at the end it was like, but nah, I mean, the way I, if I was to define it, I would say balance is being able to um, handle or deal with multiple tasks or things um, that one has to do in life in order to like, you know, feel satisfaction, happy, you know, fulfilled or whatever. So, um, you know, there's many things when it comes to work, when it comes to vacation and connections with family and friends, um, balance is just finding out how much of these things you need in different areas in order to make you complete and whole, you know? So um, one can be working and, you know, something that brings back a lot of rewards and whatnot, but at the same time, you know, they you have family, you have friends and you have people that you know that, you know, if I'm working all the time for this, I have no time for these people. So I just feel like balance is being able to do multiple things, but still being able to have enough time to be able to enjoy, you know, those things that you want. Just so, you know, just creating that balance to be able to enjoy all the activities and things that you have. So kind of like what T said, there's no real balance. You know, one, you might have to put in more time in one to be able to get something out of the other. And it's not, you know, equal 50-50, you know? I may have to put in 20 hours, but then, okay, I know I can get on this vacation and I can spend five, 10 days and do this. You know what I mean? So um, it's just, you know, creating that space to where you can um, find that peace to where you know that, you know, whatever you want to do in life or any action that you take, you know that you don't feel any guilt or don't feel that you're taken from one other aspect of your life because you have everything balanced. You you know the time that you can allocate to all these things. So when you're doing these things of life to you, you know, you're living in your true self. It's like you don't you don't feel it like other people would be like, oh, I have to go back to work on this. You have to do, you've already created that time. You've already figured out like kind of like what Aziz says. Some people might be in the matrix and some people might create their own system to where it's like, you know, people might be confined to this nine to five, but I know if I create this timeline for myself, then I can do X, Y, and Z. So, you know, all of that is just balance, being able to know how much time you can allocate to certain things to, to live your best life. To live your best life. Man. Live your best life, man. Man. Uh, 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 uh. <clears throat> I don't know. Sometimes it's like, well, not sometimes, but with social media, um, not just social media, but, you know, conversations and, and definitely social media, right? You see like this thing about leveling up, right? Yo, my man's over there taking flights to Paris, London, New York, 
you know, oh man, I gotta, you know, I gotta get there, you know. And then you start seeing some people dipping their hands into, you know, either the, you know, honey's nest or they jump into wells and they can't even swim. You feel me? <laughs> like this new pursuit of designers and lavish lifestyles and all these different things, man. Like, do you guys see that, consider that as balance, you know, um, happiness, things like that? I mean, not that. Who am I to judge? Who am I to tell anybody what really happiness is to them? You feel me? But just for the purpose of conversations, conversation, sorry, is that an S for our conversations? Anyways, what do you guys think about that? Talk about Wait, balance. You just slide past and not give us what your definition of balance is. No, we're talking about ba- yeah, I just we're talking about balance for the whole time before you guys even jumped in. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear your opinion, but okay. I mean, no, I mean for me, um to to that balance, um, as you said, man, balance the facade. I don't think that there's always gonna be a time when I feel like I'm really, really, really like balanced. Cause one day it's raining, one day it's hot as shit. You know, so depending on the weather. You know, I might be in a different mood or a different place, you know, state of mind um, or state of mind. So every day I just try to make sure that um, those I encounter for that day, right? Um, Well, now I try to make sure that those I encounter for that day, if I meet 10 people, for example, right? If I can be in good standings with all 10 people for that day, I have one. Now that's how I started seeing balance. Uh, or quantifying balance in my world, you know what I mean? Like those things that, those things that I know that upset like my aura or those things that diminish my persona, right? Not just for who I think I am, but for what people see in me, right? Those things I've actually started like looking at them and saying, okay, if say for example, I can make, you know, I count 10 people and I can step in and say, okay, I didn't have, well, I try my best to, you know, um, manage those 10 relationships or those 10 encounters for that day without any negative thoughts from them, then I feel like, you know, I really achieved balance for that day. Hopefully, you know, as the day goes by, I can, I can master that. But I think now that's what, you know, things that I define balance in my world to be. Hmm. Okay, well, now to your designer. What were you saying about design? <laughs> that's what I just... I forgot what we were talking about designers, right? Yeah, does it define happiness, something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Does that, like, does that define happiness? Like, and, and it's not just personal, but to the people you encounter, right? Like, when you just sit and see things, like, how do you feel? Like, and I'm really asking for you guys' opinion here. Like, please be opinionated as much as you can. <laughs> Tayo, you look like you have something to say off the bat. Go ahead, man. <laughs> No, no, I'm waiting for you to uh, to finish spilling it so I so I can add, add my my thought onto it. Uh, I'm done, I'm done. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I, I didn't hear you say the um say it again. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe I'll catch up at the end. She's like, I really, I heard. I really want you guys to give thought. So I was like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
then, and then you said Chef T. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Finish explaining now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got me on blast, man. Please. Hey please, T, you, hey T, understood my question? That did. All right, please. I mean, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You'll catch up. You'll catch up. <laughs> Personally, I don't care for designer. I just think that they're overpriced to have somebody's name on it. And the other thing I just don't like about it is I am not wearing something that has a fat Gucci written across my chest. That's a no. I'm not doing that. Just from a standpoint of aesthetics, that's a negative for me. I'd rather wear something that has like a phrase or written. I'm not wearing something that I can step out and everybody knows where it's coming from. It's just me. So that's one of the reasons I don't like designer, just for it to be overpriced too. You know, but people get happiness from different things. Even if it's just to get the designer to be able to look like they belong and it gives them five minutes of happiness. That's what people do, you know. But there are things I would not put my money to. I don't know if I should say this. They might hear this podcast. Um, a friend of ours was... You know what? No, let me not say. They might hear it. Uh-uh, 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 The last, <laughs> last episode, <laughs> was saying my thing in peace. I didn't want beans. to repeat. <laughs> jump from where you were sitting and fly kick my thorax. So please, respect yourself. <laughs> so a group of us got together trying to get a gift for someone. Right? Those are fun. No, hold up. I'm coming to the phone pad. And the first suggestion that came in was the designer stuff. I'm not putting my money towards that. You can miss me with that bullshit. I'm not. It's so funny. T so got what? a mom. T got a mom face. I'm I'm not. <laughs> she said you can miss me with the bullshit. I'm like, what? <laughs> right? Like why? Why? Like it makes no sense to me. None. What? There's so many things that can be done with that money. Why would I go and buy a designer stuff? Now, if it's don't get me wrong, there are designer stuff that I look at and I'm like, okay, this looks nice. I might get it, but on the standpoint that it looks nice, but not because it's Gucci or not because it's Versace or not because it's. Sometimes designers do not always equal quality or niceness. Let me put it aesthetically pleasing. It's not always the same thing. I look at per one of my favorite perfumes are from Calvin Klein and they're pretty cheap and they would stay on me 24 hours. And I have the ones that I've spent bag on and you'd have to do a little pss, pss, refreshing throughout the day but it costs more but you know it's a name brand it's a huge name and people will swear by it and you see them on instagram if you want your man lick on you use this like girl i have that in my closet that doesn't even last me through church service 
You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's just like, to me, it's just this people, for the most part, people just want to look like So that's just my take on designer. I'm the first person to ask about this because you will not catch me. And guess what? I love a good sale and I am unapologetic about it. I like to buy things, but you will catch me on a good sale. I always have a discount for something. I'm not, I'm not spending. There's uh, nah, I'm not using $600 in buying a purse and I'm working from home. Why would I do that? How <laughs> it, it makes no sense to me. And I'm working from home, bro. What I gotta do anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't go out as often anymore, right? Oh. Like, it's just gonna sit in my closet for the most part. Like, no. And there are people who genuinely just like the stuff that looks good. I'm not knocking that, but my opinion is designers are of designer items are overrated. That's just it. The church is spoken. <laughs> hey, you know, I can't help it. I, I can't help but think to myself, man. Have you ever have you ever been in church and you were sniffing people and say, Oh yeah, that person's perfume is done? <laughs> <It's more> like, <laughs> This is why you said that it does not last church service. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would expect, you know, you put something on, I, I, let me at least go home and come back in it. You know, that's the whole point of, you know, trying to smell extra nice. But, you know, it gets us a bit. For me, it's the, it's the one that you see a, a, a ring and it's like $800. Damn. And the bottle will be so small. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But it's all Gucci, though. It's all Gucci, though. Um, for my last take, you know, to what, as is mentioned, he mentioned... Oh, no, before, you, before you go, I think T made some great points, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the thing about designer that always gets me, right, is the inauthenticity about it, right? People actually think they're supposed to be seen different because they're wearing something they can't afford. Mm -hmm. And the funny part about how mm -hmm. rich people move is they could care less about any of this stuff. It actually says more about your insecurities and self-esteem than anything else. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I was at the fight. Actually, this was this weekend, actually. I was with these dudes. They were behind me. Um, they swore they were uh, like Andrew Tate, right? It's interesting to see how people really influence the masses when you're out and about because you get to see it and you get to see this the, the, um, the circus in real time if you're really paying attention, right? So these guys came to the fight with suits on and everything else, uh, looking the part, right? And then um, we start talking about watches because one of them sells watches, the, uh, expensive watches. And he's like, yo, what kind of watches you like, bro? I don't even wear watches, bro. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a watch guy. I said, what? I said, yeah, yeah. So if you did, what would you, what would you tell you? I said, I don't know, man. I like the exclusivity of Rolex sometimes, but it's not really that exclusive anymore. I said, yeah, man, this is what I got right now to do so. Yeah. I said, you don't like AP? The other dude said, "Yeah, I got an APO right now." I said, "Okay, cool, cool, cool." He said, "Man, you gotta, you gotta check it. You gotta, you gotta tap in with me, man. I gotta, I gotta let you know what the watch game is like." I said, "No, I don't." But how much do you sell these watches for? This dude said, "Like 30, 40. I said, "Who's buying these watches?" He said, "Man, I got clients here, here, here." I said, "Man, we need to be partners then. We're gonna tap in and talk about that." Like those are the types of things that I'm looking at. I'm not gonna be the idiot that's gonna spend that kind of money on that stupid stuff. 
<laughs> I'm going to be the guy that's going to make money off the idiot that's going to spend that money on that stupid stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about the other part where, where people are out every Friday and Saturday in the same spot, Silver Spring Lounge, with the same designer going, right? Doing absolutely nothing. So they got a, a hell of an outfit with nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's funny to me to watch how people really operate, right? Because it, said, it says so much. Like, just like she was saying, that G on your chest don't change a damn thing. <laughs> that $10,000 chain, because that's what everybody's doing now too, those big chains, that don't change them a damn thing. Those pinky rings don't make you anything but crazy. And at the end of the day, when you're coming back and asking somebody to borrow 500, you look real stupid. Real stupid. Mm-hmm. Nah, real stupid for real. Like, because at that point, I mean, it would, it would make no sense. Like, yo, you're making hundred thousands, and you're coming somebody who makes thousands, right? A hundred dollars, right? You see these guys, you see these guys at these events where these tickets are costing like seven or eight thousand dollars. They're wearing shorts and t-shirts, sandals. Then you see the guys that sit behind us <laughs> with every designer that you can think of that can't even see the ring in the 200 section. Who's really winning? <laughs> but again, yeah. whatever makes them happy better <clears throat> that's their cup of tea. It, it's, it's, it's guys, every time I go to these events now, I have people, so what do you do exactly? They're so used to seeing us in a certain light and seeing us in a certain section that even the black people that work there that are man in the section have to check, double check your ticket to make sure you're in the right section. <laughs> Crazy stuff. That's how, that's how we really see ourselves. We don't think that we qualify for these positions, mm. but a white guy will walk right past. They won't even ask for his ticket. I just think it's a thing with black people that we're getting caught up in the wrong wave of things, right? Always. Always Um, So I think one of our main problems, granted, we don't have equal resources and equal all that and blah, blah, blah. And we have all these things that are working against us, right? But how are you helping yourself? How are you doing that with where you're at? If you're not even faithful with this little, who's going to give you that much? You will kill yourself. Come on, man. I'm not even playing. So you're not you're not responsible enough to handle abundance. Exactly. You cannot handle a twelve dollar an hour paycheck. You are going to kill yourself if you make six figures. It's just that simple. So you have to be able to help yourself. I've worked with people, and as soon as we get paid straight to the mall, <laughs> I'm working with, I'm like, this cannot be the same paycheck that I'm making because you got on, you have a coach wallet, you have your bag, the purse that you bring to work every day. It's a Louis Vuitton. You are rocking every piece of Jordans that comes out. And I'm just like, I must be doing life wrong because like, I know we work the same place. We have almost the same kind of check, but you looking hell of expensive to me, <laughs> you know, but you, yeah, you're going, we're just, I don't know what it is with us black people, but we are. I'll tell you, it's a $3,000 person. They don't have $30 in it. Exactly. <laughs> 
That's what, right. Exactly. And you're just like, to what end? And as those soon as that's done, they swipe in a Macy's card. Yep. Those are the same people that go to Starbucks with a coupon and complain about the coffee was too much. <laughs> the coffee was too much. The one that kills me. The, you pull out a you pull out you pull out a Louis wallet, but then your card declines. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> With a, with a Versace and the lion head belt on. Oh. The one I thought about recently was the uh, the Amiri brand. And I kept mm. seeing it everywhere I was going, Vegas, Miami. I was like, who's this Amiri? I looked it up. Some skinny white guy that doesn't know anything about blackness. Sure. Black people, we love to just attach ourselves to things that have nothing okay. to do with uh-huh. And then we talk about culture and all these other things and needing reparations. You need to re- reparate from yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think if they give us now with this current mindset, we would squander it. For sure. Hey. What people, what the stimulus checks. Speaking you know of reparations, you guys yeah, know in Florida, there's a law that was passed actually to pay reparations, right? <clears throat> Guess where they're going at the mall? Is it going to the mall? Yeah, that's what they do with them reparation money. Yeah. How much, how much the, are they getting? I don't know how much it is, but I bet you ain't nobody buying lands. Nobody's investing it. They're not very few people would think about it. But you would see the line at Michael Course all the way to the back of the building filled with black people. That's what they did with the stimulus check. You don't have credit and you don't own a home. Why are you in lines at these places? Like we, it's a, just a thing feel like it's a pandemic for us we want to belong so bad we will kill us yeah. do so mm. they did the same thing with the stimulus checks black people talk about dubai like everybody's going to dubai on vacation <laughs> they don't even understand that like people are going to dubai to work you hear black people talk about it you think it's our birthright <laughs> i'm going to dubai i'm going to do this what are you going to do out of dubai <laughs> then when things happen you wonder why I wonder why you couldn't you didn't have the means to solve the problem because you shouldn't have been there to begin with. I mean, if you can afford all the things that you want, you know, yes. mm. praise the Lord for you. But there shouldn't be any reason why you're scraping bottoms and you have thirty thousand dollars worth of t-shirts hanging in your closet. <laughs> or yeah, thirty, might... no sense. Or thirty pairs of Nikes because we do that too now. Yeah. <laughs> And Jordans and but... I got a lot of pairs of, of Nikes and Jordans, man. You said what? I, I I got a lot of pairs. I got a ton of shoes, man. A ton of them. So can you afford ton... it? Huh? Can you afford it? I collected them over the time. No, I'm, you say what now? I've collected them over time, and I'm still collecting. You know, but yeah, but you can afford it, right? You can afford to collect them. That's my point. You can. It's not, like, it's not. I mean, it's not like one of those things where. I don't got gas to pull my car or, you know. But you got shoes that you need. Right. Yeah. No gas, but you got yeah. the latest shoes. <laughs> Better start walking, brother. I'm going to see like 18, man. You know, man, man, this month kind of tough, man. Can I hold, you know, $300, you know, shit like that? Like, mm-hmm. nah. No, all jokes aside, I used to be, um, I used to love Lacoste. And um, to the point people used to call me like Mr. Lacoste. And then one day I sat and thought about it. I was like, Mr. Lacoste? 
this guy doesn't even know me. <laughs> I'm actually making this brand rich and this guy could care less about me. Right. And then I just stopped all of a sudden. They were like, yo, what happened? I was like, yo, I don't care. <laughs> like, it didn't matter to me. Like, you, you people like idolize and they like almost like idolize these brands and you don't even realize what you're really doing. Like these people could care less about who's behind their stuff. Like it's literally somebody else's last name that you're making rich. I used to do the same thing with shoes too. I used to have a bunch of shoes. Then I realized, wait a minute, I'm only wearing the same three. <laughs> Why do I keep wearing shoes? Shoes now. We're gonna fight. Leave shoes. Don't wear three pairs of shoes, man. Don't let me. Don't let me catch you. Don't let. Don't be that person that I recognize you by, by the amount of pairs of shoes you wear. Like. Like, like my, no, let me not, let me not. Say not. it, say it, go ahead. But I got one of my homies, man, like, I'm like, bruh, not again, son. Please, man, like, if bro. I see you, if I see you show up tomorrow here again with this thing, I'm taking them off your feet, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't even like wearing shoes. I'd rather wear sandals. That's true. Yeah, I know that, yeah. Your Birkenstocks. Like yeah, exactly. I'd rather wear Birkenstocks. Like, they're way more comfortable. Mm. Yeah, man. I started wearing Birkin, uh, Birkenstocks with um, Birkenstocks with um, white socks or black socks, and everyone's like, "You are messing up the culture." But fuck your culture, man. Wow. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. cold, man. What you want me to do? Exactly. He said it's cold, right? <laughs> and socks. What's wrong with that? With socks, yeah. Oh, I that? hate that. <laughs> Why, about why are you wearing slides with socks, bro? Like, nigga, because that's what I do, regardless of the temperature. Nope. I was on an airplane, and I saw this white guy come out the bathroom going back to his, uh, his seat. And this guy didn't have any designer on, right? He had a generic Walmart shirt, generic Walmart shoes, generic Walmart jeans on. And I started thinking, I was like, man, I wonder what life would be like if we weren't bombarded with these images of what we should be looking like. Masking things like swag and uh fashion and um you that dude or shorty is bad. Like I wonder what life would really be like if you didn't have any of that noise and you can just exist and be who you really wanted to be. Because this guy doesn't even know that he's not even wearing these things. He could care less about it. He's just walking around like shoes are shoes and shirt is a shirt. But you know what's funny about that with our people? They'll make fun of you for being simple. Sure. And exactly. exactly. What I don't get. Let me tell you, I look flyer than you dressed up in $20,000. Best yep. believe I would be the best dressed in that room. Yep. I'm not even playing with you. But you know what? My entire outfit does not cost probably not as much as your whole purse. Just your purse only. But you know, <laughs> going to a Yep. So and it's where it's the inauthenticity that gets me about it too. Like I don't like the fact that you you everybody wants to look the same and then you call yourself unique. There's nothing unique about you. Right. You can't wear the Gucci and black and he's wearing the Gucci and white and say, hey, we look we different. What you talking about? They got Gucci on, they call you don't call me broke. <laughs> what? <laughs> But you know what? I'm broke and living within my means. Hey, exactly. All I'm saying is this, man. It says charity begins at home. For me, it's more of if you want to go spend all them things, just make sure that mama and papa is good. 
Facts. Kids are good. Feel me? Facts. We go, you know, popping all that. I say, I say, oh, I don't have tuition. But then that is over there. He's just buying you a pair of Gucci's. Better look daddy up his eyes and tell him, better, 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 better watch out to watch out before you come back home. Your Gucci's in fire. Facts. <laughs> What's up with the, the, the platform shoes that guys are wearing too? Platform shoes? Yeah, yeah. That, that ain't wearing heels. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you see that, right? I don't know. It's, it's design. Yeah. Yeah. And holding mm. purses too. Yeah. You said in what? They're holding purses. They have man purses now. Yeah, the purses. Oh, yeah. I mean, the purses have been out since. No, yeah. I'm talking purse purse, not the <laughs> messenger bag thing. No. Not, not, the, the, not the one that looks like the, you know, like the one you put your toiletries in. Not the regular man purse. Like, I'm talking lady purse with the handle and the strap purse. Mm. You have not seen that? No. The rope, mm. like, really, like, when... Is it like a big bag? The one I know is like, like you said, the one that, that's the one I know that's just the uh, guys, oh, they no. call it the man, the, a man bag with the your string of the handle. Your man bag goes from this wide to mm-hmm. this wide. Mm. Houston, got a problem. <laughs> Say from this wide to this wide. If and your purse, if your man purse is this size, square or uh, 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 long and this size wide, and the rope is this little? That's a clutch. That's not okay. a man That's a clutch. She said that's a clutch. It that's is. The, that, that's the one you just put underneath your armpit. <laughs> and they be having that too. I'm just, well, you know what? I guess I don't know nothing about old couture. Um, I'm, I'm good with my fanny pack. That's that's about it. <laughs> but now, nah, listen, man like girls and they don't even know it and they call it fashion <laughs> man the stuff that hollywood will put you through man i was watching i was listening to a podcast and and this one and this one dude was going over i was like man it's like all you guys out there i carry their mind purses i'm gonna tell you right now i don't have a problem with you guys carrying this shit <laughs> but please just do me a favor when you want to open that nigga what is this you look at your purse like this. It's like, you're a bitch. Only women look at a purse. Like, I'm like, so how are you supposed to look at your bad purse then? Are you supposed to look, open it from behind and, you know, stretch your neck and look for, I don't understand. But the way, he, like the way he said it, man, that thing had me rolling. And as we were saying it too, I was listening to it. There was just some guy right there to open his little purse. And I just, yep. I, I, I flipped, I flipped in the store, man. I couldn't, I couldn't. I, everybody just looked at me like, well, who is this fool? Because when I laughed, I laughed out so loud. They're like, yo, somebody's losing their mind. But, but yeah. This, this, this 18-inch soul culture that these guys are gladly indulging in is crazy to me. Like, that's what women do, actually. So you guys are competing with women that don't know it? You don't know it now? <laughs> yeah, they're wearing crop tops and crop hoodies. Yep. Who's wearing crop tops? Oh, guys are wearing crop tops now. Crop cropped hoodies. Straight men. Don't, don't forget about the skirts. I say they're straight. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of cross dressing going on. Yep. Yeah, both ways. Yeah. Well, especially I, your NBA, especially your your favorite NBA players. I'm telling you, man. Uh, Yasuo Harden wore that the other night. 
Did I drop 51? Yeah, the 40-something, the yeah, big, big-ass like pants, the, the, the denim, <laughs> the big denim. I don't know, man. My man looked like a balloon. That thing that goes these, in the sky. These designers must be yeah. paying them a lot. Exactly. And they know how to get they know how to get people's attention, too. They'll just they, go to yeah. the, the, the entertainers and the, the actors and say, put yeah. this on wear because you wore it. And you know who wears the that shit the most? Black folks. For sure. Oh yeah. Well, black people will do anything. We settle for a lot. Yeah, you see a deal, they they jump at it. They don't think twice. We we want what's in front of us now, not you know. These just can't wait not, to embarrass themselves and and disgrace their culture. They can't wait. Chai. And if you really look at it, you're like, yo, why are these guys celebrated to begin with? All they do is put a ball in a hoop. Wow. <laughs> There's no intellect behind that at all. That's why there's basketball courts in every playground. Anybody can do that. Jesus is Lord. You look, at, I go to these NFL games, I'm sitting in dream seats, I'm like, yo, me and these white people next to me watch these airheads crash into each other. Then cheer them on. Good play, good play, good job. That is it. That's what sports is, right? That's what sports is, right? We just watch these massive men crash into each other. Pretty much. And get I mean, a lot of them are combat sports, so definitely gonna see some some physical action going on. Yeah, and combat, combat sports, gladiators, gladiator arenas. Mm-hmm. Just octagon and watch watch them kill each other. But would you go and watch two ballet dancers that are male? <laughs> Why? Well, what's the need uh, <laughs> you can watch men just crash into each other and roll on each other you can watch them ballet right in the tooth see look nah see you're, you're you're reaching there's no comparison it's the same thing right it's a contact sport nah they're not in what way are they contacting them in ballet and you know the other interesting thing I learned I learned about being at these places, these white people or other nationalities in general don't train their kids to be pros, pro athletes. They train their mm-hmm. kids to own the arenas. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're gonna pay for those tickets and watch you crash into each other and then sign your check. They're not looking to get a check from this unless they're the owner of the arena. While we actually socialize our children to go be the next Reggie Bush. To go be the next Cam Newton, go be Jalen Hurt, Lamar Jackson. No, go own that place. Go pay that guy's salary. Forget about flying first class. Why don't you want to be on the board of the plane company that owns it? They want to post it on Instagram. Man, we got it backwards, man. We got it backwards. I think it's a progression, right? We're progressing. It's just we're at this point, we're probably stagnant because before, um, Black people now are in places where we didn't dream was possible to get to, right? But now I feel like we're, we've are we gotten to places where we didn't see ourselves before and we're getting complacent, but like there's more, right? There's more to get. There's still places we have not occupied. Um, there's still things that we are yet to break through as, as Black people. So like, this is good but there's so much more than this. Tell you. And now it's up to us to educate 
our kids on that, you know, that more is out there for you as well. You Absolutely. know, not just say, oh, you can't be a chef or there's never been this kind of person in the family. Like we have to encourage that if we're going to go to heights and see, you know, and sit in those boardrooms and, and own stuff, we would have to raise the next generation and even start with ourselves, right? And change that mindset of saying, hey, you know what? As Black people, we can own stuff. Another cool thing that happened as I've been on my journeys, I was in Newark and um, I was eating at this place. And um, these white people came in actually with this Black lady. And as they came in, I thought this Black lady pretty much like pointing out different things about the establishment and and how it came to this and this and that and this, that and third. And then they walked out and she was pointing at different things. And now uh, what I found out later on is that this black woman owned not only this establishment, but she developed the entire block. She owned the franchises that were on the block and she's doing more affordable housing on the block as well. Whoa. So I'm like, the people that should be at the front of the line that we should be celebrating never get the camera time, right? But we celebrate any and everything else that is meant to destroy us and distract us. Well, we're, we're worried about someone not wanting a bus driver. Exactly. Important things that we should be worrying about. Exactly. This Black woman has developed downtown Newark herself. Mm. Nobody's talking about that. She owns all this stuff. She owns the hotels that people are staying in. Nobody's talking about it. It's strategic, man. It is strategic. They will push the narrative that would distract. They don't want us to grow, man. And we're falling for it. We don't want to grow, problem. Because if you really, if you really want that information, you'll go find it. Mm. You will see, and you'll put yourself in positions to be right in front of it, regardless of what the narrative is. I know, you but can... for the most part, you have to be able to see, to know that it is possible, right? And yeah. so if you're shielded from this- Unbrainwash. Yeah, if you're shielded from these things, your growth is going to be very, very, very stagnant. If you're not seeing the possibilities out there, all you mm -hmm. see is black women on Instagram shaking their asses naked, clapping chicks and doing BBLs. How much of, of like, like the woman you just mentioned, how many of those prominent people are we pushing out there? You know, social media is just a bunch, they're just distracting everybody. We're just distracting ourselves from the main goals. So exactly, exactly. Baby mama new cycle to the next, to this person who has 12 kids. And sometimes I'm just like, how is this news when I go online? I'm like, how is this news? Where's the important stuff? Exactly, it's not. It's not news. Amen. We could keep going. I'm done right though. You know, it's a good segue. And we'll come back to this again. Um, I need to drop off though. I got working like I got work me in like three minutes, but listen. <laughs> listen, man. That's only 15 minutes, but anyways, listen, man. Um our conclusions will come next week. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> But um, this I mean, this what am I trying to say? This is Palm Wine Central podcast. You know what I mean? Gee. I got my man Chef T with us. My Gee. man is with us. 
First lady of uh, PWC, and I'm your host, Uncle AK. No, I mean, we all host stuff on Wine Central, you know what I'm saying? Um, leave us a comment, review, shout out, whichever it is, man. Or if you don't, you know, like anything we say, man, let us know too as well. We'll see how we can change that or not. Either way, we out here. Um, hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um, apologies, we haven't recorded in over two to three weeks, you know what I mean? Um, but we're here now. So hope you enjoyed the conversation again. And have a wonderful, you know, rest of your week. We out here.
I just choose to do these things that make me happy on a consistent basis and not care what anybody thinks about it. I don't feel like I do anything special. I just feel like I prioritize me, right? And then I take care of everybody else.